go hi namaste friends namaste. welcome to this special podcast today we are uh, talking with uh, shri vivek uh, mittal vivek and i were classmates from bits pilani vivek is uh, a ceo of uh, afida africa a sustainability firm and i'm pretty sure he's going to talk a little bit about that uh, vivek welcome to this conversation today thank you rajesh and thanks for having me uh, thanks to you for setting up the series uh, series of uh, geeta discussion and then chaturmasa uh, hario so vivek before we kick off please introduce yourself to the audience thank you very much um, i'm i'm uh, 51 years old studied at bits pilani with with rajesh going back now nearly 30 years uh, Actually, exactly thirty years this year. Uh, live in London. Uh, wife to two teenage children. Uh, I even though I, I claim to live in London, mostly most of the time I'm in I'm on a plane. Uh, I even managed to take twelve twelve uh, flights of which six were long haul in twenty twenty, which was low for travel for everybody. Um, since my engineering, I finished an MBA in the Netherlands. um and i've been focusing on infrastructure finance for the best part of the last 30 years um mainly renewable energy and these days uh, most of my time is devoted to a, a non-profit association of infrastructure investors and developers and active in africa called afida africa um now i'm also advising a couple of clean energy startups from the indian subcontinent on scaling up their businesses so that's that's me by background thank you vivek thank you for that so uh, vivek before we kick off this thing um what what's your view of food good food and drink in general can you share your thoughts on that <laughs> for pretty much i think ever since consciousness started i guess at the age of 8 9 i've been working on one gear which is turbo uh excess excess is good is is has been my motto around food and um i'll i'll give you a couple of anecdotes actually so at age 8 mm-hmm. uh, you know we used to have sports day in march past as past i don't know whether you did that in school i remember But that my my uh, my sports teacher actually excused me from march past where you'd learn marching left right left right left right um because he said that uh, you know i my left my feet and and legs were not coordinated so he says you can't march <laughs> i was i was interrupting everybody else's flow around the same time i realized that actually my eyes and my stomach were not coordinated either and 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 uh, you know so what i saw i had to eat whether i needed to or not and and i'll tell you like at age 13 um we were driving from uh, the bengal bihar border border where we lived to delhi where we were going to move to and we stopped in varanasi at one of you know our first experience of a five star hotel uh, clark hotel i remember and that first time i saw a buffet and we had a family deal of you know children paid half price i ate so much i ate so much that day that <laughs> they charged my father full price for me <laughs> I, I I ended with a piece of piece of cake which was which would have covered probably an A4 size sheet or at least most of it 
uh, and it was really embarrassing for them. But they made sure I finished. So that's been the other theme of food is, is finishing. <laughs> and 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 life didn't disappoint. I mean, finally. So you know, at at uh, age twenty two, few months after graduating, we were used to all this. You know, the the motor oil fried uh, samosas and nagarji and 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 Maggie. Of course. Uh, Blue Moon Maggie. Uh, I was going to the Netherlands for my MBA degree, mm -hmm. and KLM, which I was flying, they upgraded me from economy to business. Mm -hmm. so my very first flight was in business class. Wow! And and you know, talk about serendipity. And you know, I mean, they came around. This lady came around. The stewardess came around with this cart full of drinks, and she said, "What will you have?" And I said, "Like bloody hell, what should I have?" <laughs> um, so she, you know, she could see that I was tempted and I was too shy to ask. So she gave me a whole bunch of drinks to have. You know? um, so anyway, so, so you know, 30 years of overeating, overindulging. There you go. So you, 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 you would call yourself a gourmet and uh, someone who loves food? Over, overeater more than gourmet, yeah. Okay. Okay, and, and it's 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 interesting, you know. You you did Chaturmasa uh, last year in in twenty twenty along with a bunch of us. So why did you do it? What motivated you? And what was your expectation um, uh, as a result of uh, doing that particular Chaturmasa? Well, considering my background, so it was again, you know, the same theme of serendipity. It, it first of all, when you mentioned it, it took me a nanosecond to say that I must do it because. Mm -hmm. I started 2020 with uh, questioning my, amongst other things, questioning my association with food. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, what had happened was basically 2018 onwards, I started a, as part of my work in sustainability. I started thinking about consumption, consumption of lots mm -hmm. of things. Mm -hmm. and food is the last part of what we as human beings consume. And I started getting behind, you know, how food is produced and, and things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and also health-wise, you know, it, basically the body started rebelling against excess eating and drinking. Um, so, so the direction of travel health-wise was not great. And I found, uh, so I started 2020 with a promise of not having non-veg. I used to have maybe 95% of my meals had some kind of non-veg in it. Um, I said, okay, I'm going to try a year. And I spent 2019, I've sort of been able to steer away from non-veg a little bit. Mm -hmm. I said, no non-veg. And, and I'd been on this lovely retreat earlier in March, just before global lockdown, uh, to a yoga retreat in, uh, in, in, uh, in Tamil Nadu, in south, southern India, which I came back feeling like a 30-year-old. You know, 10 days wow. of Sattvic food, yoga, meditation, and my goodness, it was the transformation was incredible, uh, you know. So, so, so when you mentioned, and I, I was looking for a way to create a lifestyle change in the way I was eating, and so I kind of left at the chance of Chaturmasa with no expectation of being able to last even a day in, in that, because mm -hmm. you know, I mean, part of it was fasting, and we'll talk about that. But uh, I have never fasted longer than I slept, and. <laughs> and uh, um, you know, in fact, I mean, I remember times when I'd get up in the middle of the night and eat something because it was just the thing, dumb thing for a Punjabi boy. Right. But anyway, so there, there you go. Okay, that's that's good. So, um, can you describe your experiences, the five months that we did Chaturmasa? I tell you, I mean, <laughs> it was hard, and and uh, you know, I, I stayed the course for the first six weeks. 
to be honest. Uh, after that, I kind of floundered, mm-hmm. and 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 uh, I'll, I'll I'll explain that. It's it's but the, in in a nutshell, it's hard, but it's not impossible, and it's totally worth it. So uh, you know, breaking it down to sort of I have four constituents, right? I mean, so there's sattvic food, and you know, you're a much better place to explain sattvic food, but I'll make a go at that. Giving up something once, one per month, and it, you know, uh, others have explained that as well. So I'm not going to two meals a day, mm-hmm. and the ekadashi fast, um, you know, fortnightly fast. And in fact, I mean, you know, just yesterday. Uh, I did the fast. I took it for about 24 hours. Supposed to be for 36 hours. Uh, uh, last uh, last evening, after 24 hours of no drinking, no eating, my resolve broke down. <clears throat> but um, you know, so so the sattvic food was uh, it was actually quite good. The first first month was giving up green leafy vegetables. Yeah. I've never really been that attached to vegetables, to be honest. So so mm-hmm. it was not that difficult, but it is challenging. If you're going to be caffeine-free, tea-free, uh, non-veg, no non-veg, no no alcohol, you know, none of none of all of that stuff, uh, no eggs even. Yeah. Um, I eat, I, you know, even though I've given up non-veg eggs, I eat. So it's a weird way of thinking about no non-veg. Um, so, so it was easy. But then the, the next month on, there was no yogurt and no, and the two months later was no dairy. I don't really have that much yogurt and dairy um, so there wasn't much to give me uh, but then I fell off the wagon big time because mm-hmm. in mid-August uh, you know took a family vacation to the coast of uh, to the southern coast of the UK of, of England and they had there's this uh, place that my son and I go to for, for fresh fish and uh, they have lovely places for ice cream so I completely fell off the back at that point in time for a week. And it took me the best part of, you know, a, uh, sort of a month and a half to get rid of those cravings. And suddenly, suddenly, even though I don't have uh, milk so much, I, I couldn't have, I couldn't do without ice cream every day. Right. Uh, and in the middle of a Chaturmasa fast, where you're supposed to be giving up milk. Uh, so, so it was a funny way to, to approach that. Um, the Ikadashi fast, finally, funnily enough, went very well for me because the first time I did it, 24 hours, no eating. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had water. I did it for 24 hours. And it was amazing. You know, again, I never thought I was capable of that. I was expecting to, you know, gouge myself with food um, very quickly. But I lasted. And then gradually over the next two, three, one sessions, uh, I managed to do the full 36 hours. And you know, you get hunger pangs, but it's more a mindset. It, once you decide as you started that, right, I'm going to see it through. Yeah. At least for me, kind of that worked out. So that was, uh, oddly enough, given how others struggle with it, that was the easiest part for me. So talk to me about that. You know, I know that, uh, you know, you talked about falling off the wagon and uh, eating ice creams and fish and chips and, you know, the things that you that you liked it and that that you uh, that were not supposed to eat during this for four, four, five months of Chaturmasa. And then also the other thing is, you know, uh, you 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 also talked about in the same breath that you were able to do these ekadashis very well, you know, fasting without eating any food or water. I know that you've done that as well. So can you talk to me about, has, ha, did, did a switch happen any time during the four or five months that, okay, looks like food is just an instrument and you're switching off 
and uh, managing your mind or was it more of a food focused for you uh, food as uh, food as medicine food as instrument that's a that's something i've been thinking about for a while you know since 2000 i'd say 2018 19 i was thinking about that and that's what took me i mean i you know a, a, a sort of a herd of wild elephants couldn't have been driven me to do chaturmasa in 2018 or 19 um but but uh, you know so but, but i found it really strange that in spite of all the resolve in spite of the fact that i could do probably one of the hardest things in this a 36 hour drive fast uh, i i had this sudden urge once i had it once you know uh, ice cream i couldn't stop i mean it was it was something you know there was a there was a desire for ice cream that had awakened that i just had no control over and i could everything else was fine uh, you know i mean i didn't need to uh, beyond that holiday uh, i went to barbecues where people were having lots and lots of meat and i had no desire to have any other meat and i've been a big meat eater all my life uh, but but the, the, i still haven't worked out the ins and outs of uh, this ice cream craving that came and went um, so actually this i mean the result for this year is to try and stay away from uh, puddings and desserts and 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 uh, confectionery sorry you you're you're on mute yeah sorry that's a good thing but maybe the question is uh, you know why would you want to do that why would i want to do that uh, i i think i think uh, it's that goes back to our gita group discussion yeah uh, uh this passion this passion for what's mm-hmm. not real mm-hmm. i think the penny has fallen so uh, uh, hopefully we'll get to talk about this in a little bit more detail but i'm convinced that our uh, our approach as an as an all of humanity the way we approach food mm-hmm. amongst other things that we consume is, uh, is is really taking us down a path as humanity which is certainly not sustainable but it's not going to end up well for anybody and there needs to be a rethink on how we approach it um vairagya this passion which gita and vedanta teach us it really you know brought the message home that is to- totally unnecessary in mm. fact just before we started uh, this this afternoon's gita session i was on a there's a there's a lovely organization in delhi called cancer port and they're organizing talks uh, on you know health well mental well-being and and yeah. uh, and, and and food is part of that which i hope to become part of uh there was there was a gentleman talking about nada yoga and we we discussed this so food is more medicine it's an enabler for yeah. you know so you know and 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 uh, varaga is is about dispassion but dispassion you know as a as an observer rather than as the subject that's the, that's how we have started it in in bhagavad gita that's an entire discussion on its own um i think i think it's well worth the effort to to steer clear of uh these these things that draw you in for no reason and and they don't do us any good to be honest yeah yeah and i i think i heard you also say that you know because of the gita study what you have been able to uh, able to go through the the whole of last year it kind of you know um the chaturmasa seemed to be like a practical application of some of these concepts of uh, you know dispassion and uh, detachment towards uh, uh, towards food and other other material 
objects that may not necessarily give us uh, that may be pleasurable but need not necessarily be good for us for, for in in a longer run well i mean you know and i you know i struggle with that with all my qna because uh, you know i'm i'm a very tactile person and i i love hugs when i get them or get the option to give them to my children they're fed up of this but uh, <laughs> you know i i i've enjoyed eating i've eaten in 40 different countries over my life um uh i enjoy the finer things in life and and i think the the whole point of dispassion is worth clarifying and alpna our, our classmate put it very well in one of the one of our sessions that it is it is being aware that we are a body is a body that we feel feed and in the context of food is is uh, we are an observer to that body we are not that body hmm. so go ahead and enjoy but with in 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 that context rather yeah. than you know if i don't eat that kebab um uh, you know it's not worth living and i've been there i know i know how it is to, to feel right. like that right no i i see i i know what you're saying i think there's a very beautiful upanishadic saying and i'm pretty sure uh, you you would have read that the word english the the sanskrit word annam actually means that uh, something that uh, that can, that that one can eat and something that will also eat so basically it's like a cycle you know we eat food and after some time we become food to somebody else so it's a it's a complete cycle you know it 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 can be interpreted in multiple ways you know we become food to plants after our death because of you know once we are buried in it it goes off into minerals and decomposes and all that that's one thing second thing is if we if we overeat we become food to that food because yeah you know it it consumes us and that's and- that's that's the way it is <clears throat> and this planet is going to consume us i mean the yeah. way we are using it uh, yeah. you know where we are headed right right so uh, let me talk to you uh, uh, let me ask you another question okay uh, uh, going back to the chaturmasa experience you know i know 5 months must have been a pretty long time and yes you did fall off the wagon and you you got back again and you you tried tried to uh, Yeah, follow it as as best as what you could and and it's really commendable given that the first time that you're attempting this coming from a totally different perspective the question is if you were to summarize what were the top two or three challenges that you faced and what did you do you know you said you you'd said the penny dropped what are the two or three things that that you did to overcome those challenges i think the first challenge and this i've experienced before with my yoga practice the first challenge is Uh, i can't do this and and mm-hmm. and uh, you know or i don't the other other sort of related challenges uh, i don't really need to do it i deserve right all right. the food that i can eat right i, I deserve to find us food or so you know these are the two things i've got burned up mm. um the the fact that you can actually the fact that the very first day july 1 <clears throat> i could go 24 hours without food i mean that blew my mind i i was i didn't think it was possible hmm. and then hmm. when i tried 36 hours without food and water and it 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 happened so these are things that we put you know constraints around uh, you know what are they called they called uh, uh supports you know braces yeah, yeah. Uh, and and they felt the other one is you know i deserve all the all the good food i can have and that can right. that can go in all sorts you know i deserve 
the best car, you know, deserve a Rolls Royce or I deserve a mansion or to yep. fly a private jet. It can translate. So uh, I, I think the context, the, the way you explain Chaturmasa, you know, how you give up green vegetables for a month in July because of a particular reason. You give up yogurt followed by milk and, and pulses. Uh, it's got to do with being kind to the body, but also being kind to prakriti, environment. Environment, yeah. Um, that is uh, that was beautiful. Uh, and and the third third thing was how little we actually need to be really nourished, because you know, uh, <clears throat> just like everybody else, in six weeks I dropped five kilos of weight. Wow. wow. Uh, and and I had am amazing energy. I was you know one of my things is to get up early in the morning. I was able to do that. Nowadays even. Um, I'm a little bit more lethargic. Um, I get up with an intent to go to yoga and go back to bed. Uh, <laughs> so, so uh, you know, those were so to eat less, to be better for the planet, to um, or conscientious towards the planet, to have more energy, to lose weight, to feel healthier. Uh, it's it's you know a bonanza of all the, all the good things we want in life, right? Right, right. No, I think that's 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 good. I think it looks like you know you 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 kind of you know answered my my next question in terms of what benefits that you oh, already saw. But that that's fine. I think that's good. But you know, I want to I want to talk to you a little bit about the kind of work what you do in in your professional life related to sustainability and uh, uh, renewable 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 resource resources and all that. And can you uh, highlight? maybe a couple of aha moments that you've had in terms of going through the Chaturmasa and finding a connection towards how things can be changed to improve sustainability in our, in our uh, planet. <clears throat> well, I mean, I'll, I'll set it out uh, very, very briefly. I mean, you know, there is, uh, there is a group of scientists, a global group of scientists, and they, they number something like 150 to 250 or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, it's called the IPCC. Mm -hmm. And for the last 40 plus years, they've been studying, uh, they've been studying the effects of climate change, which is really emissions of carbon into the air and how they're accumulating. Yeah. But over the last four or five years, they started looking at the impacts on, uh, of, of uh, uh, climate change on, on uh, land and oceans as well. And there was a report in 2019, which mm -hmm. said that actually uh, 70, human beings influence and use 70% of all non-ice uh, land. Okay. And, and all our infrastructure, roads, people, houses, airports, playgrounds, uh, that's in 1%, which is equal to roughly three times the size of California. Mm -hmm. So not a lot, 8 billion people with all their infrastructure fit into, you know, 1% of usable land. Um, all the crop that we grow is somewhat less than the size of the US. So not North America, but US. Mm -hmm. um, it's about 6%. But we use 45% of our land for, for farm animals. And farm animals uh, account for 96% of all animal life now on the planet. So whatever we value for our own use gets exceeds in numbers. Um, and it's using up more. So that's, that's like six United States. So that'll combine all of Africa and, and Europe together and possibly last part of Asia. So not a lot of space if you want to continue living the way we are living right now. 
So, so tell, tell me one thing, you know, if I were to take a one minute that uh, that you're talking about, you're saying that we are using most of the use non non ice land for uh, for uh, uh, farming of animals. No, no, about 40, 45% of that. 45%? We use 70%-ish, 45% for uh, farm animals, 6% mm. for our crops that we use. Mm, mm, mm. Um, I mean, it says 12% for crops, 6% of the crop goes to animals. Right. Uh, farm animals. Right. And 6% we use. So 6%, you know, any vegan will live off at 6%. Right. And we live in that percent. Um, then there's forests and things like that. We use, you know, we grow forests for our own use. So there's also material, you know, houses. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Where does the yeah. cement come from? Where does... Yeah. Where does all the aggregate for building houses and buildings come from? Where does the timber come from? Right. So we are using, we are basically using 70%. So we can't afford to grow the population mm. anymore, mm. any furthermore, because of, you know, to scale the consumption accordingly. We, there has to be a rethink. So th this is this is alarming statistics, what you're sharing. So what what did your Chaturmasa uh, experience, you know, uh, what what were your aha moments to figure out how you can improve this situation? So, so the big aha moment was that there is a way to enjoy life, to nourish ourselves, to look after mm -hmm. the planet without feeling like it, any of it is a penalty. So, mm -hmm. you know, one of the, I've, I've lost about 50, 60 kilos in my life and it's all come back all the time because I've used dieting as a sort of a penance. Right. Um, you know, and, and, you know, when we started uh, Chaturmasa, there was this flood of lovely recipes and filling recipes. Yeah. We were able, <coughs> all of us were able to enjoy such lovely food shared, shared between us uh, virtually. Uh, yeah. My cooking skills, my repertoire of cooking as well. <laughs> uh, you know, so there is a way to achieve all of this, have a total change in lifestyle. Um, and as I said earlier, become healthier, have more energy, uh, be kinder to the planet. Um, so there, there are no losses here. And mm. it's a lifestyle that we should all aspire to. Yeah, no, that's that's really amazing. I'm, I'm pretty sure that, you know, you, you're going to take take some of those uh, moments, uh, uh, learnings and apply apply in the real world in your in your life work. So. Um, you know, uh, Chaturmasa is an annual phenomena. You know, every seasonal change that happens in the nature, we are part of nature. We got to tune ourselves to the changing nature so that we don't fall sick and we are in tune with the nature. And that's the whole concept of Chaturmasa. So, uh, and you read it for the first time. So if you were to give your top three recommendations to a newcomer, okay, who may be interested to do Chaturmasa in 2021, what would that be? Uh, so first of all, I'm certainly going to do it, even though I don't have much expectation. I'll follow everything to the to the T. Um, and, and I'm looking forward to actually building in some of those concepts from the word go from now. Mm. So not just focus on those five months. Mm. Uh, I mean, my message is to people like me, you know, the overfed and the overindulged. Mm -hmm. um, that actually the biggest thing, the single biggest thing I'd say is, there's a saying, perfection is the enemy of the good. So, you know, doesn't we don't have to do each and every thing. Do what you can. Make a change. Right. Um, it's the second thing is focusing on relearning um, the role of food 
for us. Food mm. is actually medicine and yeah. good medicine to be yeah. enjoyed. Yeah. But it is not something to be over-indulging in. Right. And that's the big learning that I'd like to you know, bring other people to. Mm. Uh, and then enjoy the journey and save the planet at the same time. Wow. Wow. So you're saying just by making simple changes to the way that we eat, we can actually be saving the planet. Simple changes. So, you know, somebody eating one kilo a day, and that, that's not hard to get to. You know, I mean, three and a half, four, 450 grams doesn't take you very far. Yeah. Uh, whether it is totally vegan or vegetarian with dairy or, uh, you know, full, full shebang meat eating, uh, that can have a footprint impact of three, three to one. Right. The right. inputs that go into getting that on our plate. Right. Right. No, uh, Vivek, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's been so amazing to talk with you to kind of, you know, understand your own journey in, in uh, uh, trying to overcome the, uh, the, uh, the habits of, uh, you know, dependency on food or overeating and things like that. And I'm glad that, you know, you, you said, yes, that you're going to do it again for 2020, 20, uh, 2021 Chatur Masa. I'm pretty sure that uh, your journey is inspiring to a lot, lot many more people. And uh, I'm, I'm hoping that a you know, lot of us will start following this particular uh, simple change, lifestyle change. It would actually cause uh, a lifestyle change, not only in us for, for good, but also for the people around us, for the family and for everybody else. So with that, you know, I know we're coming to the top of the hour. Thank you so much for, for your insights. And, uh, you know, just, just a yes or no answer. So will you do Chatur Masa 2021 again? Definitely. Fantastic. I look forward to working with you again in this year to inspire more people and see how we can uh, get more people adopt this and uh, enjoy their own lives and also enjoy uh, 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 holistic living with the nature. Thank you so much, uh, Vivek. Uh, Hari Om. Thank you very much. Hari Om. Thank you. Oh, God bless.